0: Getting the countdown, and we're like, what are we supposed to do? He
1: was doing the countdown, and then I was just like, great job. (laughs) Now count it back up. And one more time down. and up. Uh hi, I'm Emma Arnold. I'm pitch. And this is couple Couple skate. skate. One of these times we're gonna nail that. We're gonna get it together. <laughs> Are we
0: supposed to? I thought it was kind of like a round.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I say cut when I say sk
0: you yeah, go into couple. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what I was hoping to well, do. Well, I was just sitting so we have to sit here for a while. Like, you know, 45 minutes or so for the highly technical setup. And Which should be a pre-show because that's where we really <laughs> actually get all of our gossip out. That's where oh, we yeah. really do you, most of our yeah. chatting. <laughs> actually, we should do like a VIP feed, yeah. the setup feed where, where we're we, talk, name we name and I'm names. Like, and
1: yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to talk about this in, the, this in the podcast, but I'm not going to name names.
0: <laughs> but, but before we always do. Yeah, but the longer I sit here, the like sleepier I get <laughs> because it's like, that's I'm sucks. like, it's so cozy. It, it, and it, I'm well, like, my energy. Like, look at you, look at you. You're wrapped up like you're ready for a nap. I had my jacket on. And then it got too hot for the jacket. So I took the jacket off. And yeah, I thought this would look kind of prep. Yeah. You know, because you have a cardigan. Yeah. And we have like, true. we're trying to go for kind of matchy matchy. But anyway, I'm just like. <laughs> low energy now i was I mean, all hopped up me too and then i'm just like oh it's warm
1: i feel the same way i feel like i on the way over here i was like oh i'm so excited to do couple say i'm so excited to see jocelyn and then we sit here for so long and also in the interim alex compared me to my mother and now i'm like <laughs> i don't want to do this i'm going home this is ridiculous i'm sleepy and also my period starts today it always starts on a new moon perfect and i've been weepy all morning like all that fun alternative, like between weepy and furious where you just kind of like go between the two and everything I see makes me kind of cry a little. Um, And yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like we should be in hammocks. (laughs) Should we have a new setup where we're just like, we're across from each other in hammocks, shouting the week's news. Couple's hammocks. Couple's hammocks. Yeah. (laughs) We're not in our skating years anymore. Let's be honest about this. (laughs) These are my best hammock years. We're missing out on.
0: I (sighs) When I first met Dave, we were talking about, you know, things that we want in our lives. And he wants a hot tub and I want a porch swing. Oh, yeah. Those are good things. And I, he's capable of making me like an epic porch swing. Yeah. And we have the Ramada back here. Yeah. Which there's a place right there for, and I feel like maybe we could do a uh, couples skate couple swing
1: a couple swing yeah you know
0: that's <laughs> i mean Let's we're do some into swinging certain-
1: <laughs> i mean our symbol has always been the pineapple for the <laughs> podcast so it's inevitable i suppose <laughs> although i do get very embarrassingly uh uh motion sick very easily <laughs> like i have there have been times where i've been on a porch swing with somebody and i'm like you you gotta stop you got to <laughs> like it's the smallest thing makes me nauseous so oh, really
0: i am a real, very embarrassing I, like i have a rocking chair and my rocking chair is my chair that I sit in at night, I like th- yeah, like to watch TV. I sit in a rocking chair. Yeah, I,
1: of of <laughs> course you do. Why have I ever <laughs> not just assumed that was true?
0: <laughs> it's little, so. Co- I. It's the like the it gets rid of that nervous energy. Yeah. And something about the rocking for me is really comforting. Yeah, I'm picturing
1: it now. We had a rocking chair in our living room growing up as a kid, uh, that i like i'm picturing now yeah that was so comforting yeah to sit in a rocking chair and
0: to just kind of have that slight movement so for me a porch swing a rocking chair i'm ready for that retiree life (laughs) (laughs) well i the weather
1: is really nice it's gorgeous today and it's very like officially spring and um it was very funny right before we came over here henry called and said what would you think about me skipping school today? And I was like, well, I don't know. Like, do you have assignments and blah, blah, blah. And he did just, he did a really big project for English that he just handed in and he did great. And he put so much work into it. And he was like, I finished my project, blah, blah, blah. I have nothing going on today. And he was like, also, I got got all these absences in the morning and none in the afternoon. And I got to get that ironed out. (laughs) I got to get that smoothed out. And I was like... I actually really get where you're coming from and that would bug me too. So I was like, you can come home, but you got to pick up your brothers, you know? Cause I looked at their absences. I was like, all right, nobody, everybody has like one or two absences for some reason. So I was like, all right, pick everybody up. We're, it, we're making a day of it. And I, I then him some money so they could all go get snacks. And, uh, and then they came home, and it was rough and temple. And I was immediately like, "Why did we do
0: that? Why did we do that?" <laughs> they it's, were gonna be gone they, for the I whole had day. Three more hours. And my then, dad used to give us if we told him there was a um, an assembly and or some kind of a sporting thing where they were trying to get the kids all rallied up. We could just call my dad in high school, and he would just excuse us. Nice. And because nice. he was like, there's no reason like if I don't want you missing like, you know, advanced biology. But yeah, if you're going to an assembly, forget it. Forget just it. Come you don't home. have to do that. You don't have to participate. <laughs> Sweetie, don't. <laughs> also, there's plenty of chores for you to do at home. So,
1: yeah, I was so independent by high school. I literally just would call and pretend to be my oh, mom. Of And I course. skipped all the time. Yeah, too. So yeah. I was always just me too, like gone. Yeah, pretty much.
0: I, I, I did always um, call in as my mother. Um, and excuse myself and, but there, you know, you could only have a certain amount of absences. And so I did have to have a few that I felt were legitimate because then my parents would be like, Hey, so you missed like 10 days, but you know, I don't remember calling 10 yeah, times. Yeah, you know, you weird. had to kind of like mix in. Yeah. I feel there yeah, was some I kind of strategy there.
1: had, um, my senior year. In fact, it's hard for me when the kids like, cause you know, I'm pretty honest with them, uh, about things. And so th- They'll be like, we wanna skip school. And I'm like, no, you totally shouldn't. And Calvin will be like, didn't you have 146 absences your (laughs) senior year? And the only reason you graduated was because uh, a relative of yours who was a doctor medically excused them. And I'm like, okay, well, that's factual. And you have four absences, so sure, take the day off. He's been funny, he's a senior, you know, and I think uh, some of him and his, like some of his friends were over the other day and we were all kind of sitting there talking and he was saying how he feels weird because he doesn't want to go to prom, but his friends are kind of like talking him into it. And he was like, said he feels weird because like a lot of the kids are like really crying and sad. And like the seniors are like really bummed because it's like the end of high school. And he's just like, he's like, I feel like an empty vessel. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, he said he just like feels nothing about it and is kind of like, yeah, I just go on to go to college and I was like oh no I felt the same way and I think a lot of kids do Mm, for sure and I don't think you're weird at all for I remember standing around with like a lot of my Mormon friends who were just like sobbing the last week of school and and feeling very like what the fuck are you doing we're not sad about this and people were like we're not gonna see each other anymore and I was
0: like thank god that's the plan (laughs) yeah I cannot understand nostalgia for high school at all And, you know, Dave and I went to high school together. So we have a lot of uh, people in common in terms of like, you know, friends or acquaintances. And he has a friend who we actually just like had to finally just write off completely because this person could not let go of like the relationship that he, the the friendships that he had in high school, like he couldn't let it go. Every time he came to an event at our house or every time we met him out at a bar, he just kept going back to high school and like did this really toxic nostalgia thing. (laughs) And we're just like, you know, it was a really, really short time, a really, really long time ago. And so much of our lives has not been in high school. Yeah, And so how can that, like he just couldn't get over it. And I was eventually like, no more bye yeah it's so weird to me i mean it's sort of interesting to look back on and you know i i like to think back about you know ridiculous things i did or that it was a really different time or the clothes that we wore or whatever like i don't mind the occasional flip back yeah but the like holding on and like wishing that it was you know we still had what we had like yeah, like oh those were God. like glory days
1: or like looking back on it with like fondness in any way. I don't Never, do not never
0: want to go back. No. To to twenty no. To twenty years old, eighteen years old, twenty five years old. I never want to go back, period. I am no. not nostalgic. Me neither. I am never like,
1: oh, I wish I was still twenty five. Oh, I'm like, nope, no. Or thirty five or any of it. A friend of mine just turned thirty seven and she lives in LA and so of course like
0: I forget oh, so that she's, people think she's I'm, ready for like senior retirement roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
1: I always forget that like forty-one is old because I don't live in Los Angeles. But then like my younger friends are freaking out about turning thirty-two or whatever. And um she was talking about feeling uncomfortable about thirty-seven. And I was like, "What are you talking about? That's one of your best fucking years. That's one of your bitchiest years." And I realized like one of the reasons like the patriarchy doesn't want you to ever they wa- want you to focus on like your wrinkles and like your neck sagging and stuff is because otherwise you would really enjoy how uh, mean you're getting <laughs> every year you get a little meaner and smarter also, and my wonderful. neck
0: looks horrible though <laughs> <laughs> they are not wrong about how that neck goes and that you're like oh bummer like not i used to you think do. <laughs> like one of my senior portraits speaking of high school is me in profile and i've always been told like i have a nice profile and you know if you <laughs> if you're not a grand beauty you hold on <laughs> to things like that <laughs> You know, like that was like maybe one thing I had was that I had a decent profile. Yeah. Like you could have done a cutout of me and it would have been, you know, would have looked like a face. Yeah. <laughs> it would have looked like a face. Yeah. But boy, if I see, especially uh, this podcast would be when I, when I've looked back, I'm like, whoa. You know, like That doesn't look like a face. <laughs> <laughs> no, it looks that, like Grimace. You know, <laughs> just like that. <laughs>
1: purple that's, tube that's funny <laughs> that you say that if you're not a great beauty you hold on to things like that because i'm what i'm realizing is most because as i've put on weight during covid uh yeah. i i've re- realized that every compliment i've ever received in my life was just you're skinny like men always used to always used to compliment my collarbones and they would just like freak out over them just every i mean every dude i think i've ever talked to uh, in some sort of romantic way has said that like that was one of their favorite things I have not received that compliment <laughs> in several several months or years now and it's funny because I'm like they're still nice like look they're still great but apparently unless you can really like see my bones it's not sexy I didn't know that or same I used to get co- compliments like god those cheekbones and now I, I told you this before but I'm gonna repeat it for the podcast uh, I used to get cheekbones compliments all the time but recently I was hanging out with a friend and she was uh, she was Doing my eyebrows for me, and the whole time she kept being like, "Your face is so round, so round, <laughs> roundest face I've ever seen. Such a round, round, round face." And <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I guess it's not a cheekbone cheekbones time in my life
0: anymore. It's round I, round I, I round I face." I Really don't understand where she's coming from because, like, just looking at you, you have an oval. I'm face a fair, I thought I had I a would fairly not oval say face. You have a round. She was
1: face. nagging me. I think she wanted in on this, the pineapple swing club, and so no, I have no idea. It was so funny I I don't she didn't mean anything by it. I really think she was just sort of observing that like as she was doing my eyebrows she was like you can't get away with a straight brow because you have a naturally arched brow and you have such a round face I was like oh thanks okay yeah good to know
0: thanks so much well from this angle I would say that you have beautiful delicate ears oh thank you. So there's something to you know hold on to. You know what's
1: nice about my ears is they're completely different shapes uh, oh. Oh, and really? sizes. Yeah, I, people occasionally, because you know how men are about interne- on the internet about pictures. Occasionally, someone will be like, your ears are different sizes. And I'm like,
0: thanks for letting <laughs> me know, bud. I know because my glasses always fit like this. I have to get... Like really get
1: them specially fitted because they fit sideways. So
0: I used to get lots of compliments on my big eyes, mm-hmm. but I inherited my mom's drooping eyelids, which have you know become more pronounced, and now I do not have beautiful eyes. Like I used to be able to put on like a bunch of mascara and just have these really dramatic smoky eyes and stuff. Yeah, but now I just have like this this droop eye, and um, yeah, so I I'm running out of things to. Calm. you'll
1: always have your profile <laughs>
0: you s- <laughs> no i don't it went i didn't even notice it was uh, I, it went during the well, pandemic
1: i, I know we're, i know it means nothing because i'm not a man but i think you're genuinely one of the most stunning people i know <laughs> and i always am every time i see you and i come to this podcast you're always dressed just in a new exciting fashionable beautiful way and i love everything about you and your style but it doesn't matter because i'm not i'm not (laughs) the man so i get it i get it
0: yeah and even you know even dave he tells me that i'm pretty real you know make some compliment and i'm just like oh you're just trying to be nice you're like thanks buddy it it would have to be a stranger who previously insulted me in many ways yeah
1: (laughs) someone who's been mean to you for years all of a sudden is like Jesus Christ! But that
0: profile—that's
1: <laughs> what—that's when it matters. Yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. I. Uh, that's funny because so uh, that leads into something. I want to talk a little shit. We used to have a people I hate.
0: Yeah, and uh, then uh, we f- decided like, oh, we just are. <laughs> First of all, it was just a a laundry list of people yeah. every week. It yeah. wasn't like we could even pick one person. I'd be like, people
1: I hate. <laughs> <laughs> So, we, yeah, we kind of just made it the theme of the podcast <laughs> right. instead. And this isn't, I guess it's not a people I hate. It's more, because it's not, it's not people I hate. but um,
0: It's kind of people you hate, but you're going to apply it to just, a, like, one little thing. Yeah. It,
1: well, no, actually, it is. Okay. It's, so, so, men with podcasts.
0: Oh, well, yeah, we've talked about that yeah.
1: before. But specifically, and I don't know, I'm, I'm not, this is one of those things that happened really recently. I'm still sort of sorting through how I feel about it and it was one of those times where you're like (sighs) it wasn't all bad and it had some good points but then later when you have a little more time with it you're like wait a minute that probably wasn't great right like okay so uh, I I used to never do podcasts because I really hated doing them. But during couple, um, during COVID, when we started doing couple skate again, something kind of just clicked for me. And I was like, cause I, part of the reason I always hated doing them was like, if I went on a podcast with four guys, they talked over me the whole time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they asked me the same set of, if I did an interview podcast, it was the same set of like, what's it like to be a woman in comedy and get her sexually harassed all the time. And then <laughs> they would talk over my answer and tell me how <laughs> wrong I was. And I, for years just like, didn't, I told people like, I'm not doing podcasts. I hate doing them. and they stressed me out too like i think as a because i'm more of a writer than a um like maybe off the cuff riff you know goofy comic um i'm i'm really like kind of careful with my opinions and my thoughts and i try to like you know take my time and i feel like a lot of podcasts is just like shitting out your mouth for two hours and i'm you know i used to be more anxious about that because i don't like to you know, say something that I don't really truly believe. So, but I really have like, this has really kind of helped me just be like, oh, this can be fun and you can do it with only the people you like. And so I've been saying yes to more and more podcasts. And recently I had tweeted um, uh, after you know, I, we talked about all those guys sending me their dicks on the internet. And so that night I had tweeted that I, uh, the kids went to their dads and it was time to listen to Fleetwood Mac and be mean to men on the internet. My favorite <laughs> thing to do. And I, you know, people were funny in the comments and stuff. And one guy was like, well, Hey, if you ever want to be mean to a man from the internet, um, would you go on my podcast? And I looked it up and, um, And kind of like, I'm a little more careful than I used to be because one time in Seattle when I was a brand new comic, I ended up on a far right podcast on accident. And I was like, whoa, what are we, what's, I thought you guys, because we were like on the same show, me and these two guys who were comics who now run the Proud Boys in Seattle. uh, But I ended up like... In this very actually dangerous and uncomfortable situation where I was like, there's like a house full of dudes. Uh, it was very, and we were in a garage and these guys are like, we're doing like gotcha stuff where they like had my ex husband's phone number. They were like, we're going to call and try to start a fight between you guys. And I was like, what is happening right now? Anyway, I've been really careful to like research stuff before I go on. But I looked this guy up and it looked like an interview podcast. It had like, 20 good reviews it said that he asked thoughtful questions and stuff and I was like okay sure so I went on this podcast and the very first thing he was like he didn't know I was a comedian he didn't know who I was he just saw a woman come across his feed who said that she was being mean to men on the on the internet and was like well you can come be mean to me ha 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 and um, the very first thing he said to me was that he didn't know who I was And uh, he he like afterwards, which is fine. I don't that's not the part I care about. But like, it is kind of a weird thing to just ask someone to do your podcast because they're uh, mad at men. Um, And then the second thing he said was uh, that he was a huge Joe Rogan fan. And I was like, Oh, oops. Ah, You did it to yourself. But I had just had this conversation with Calvin, a couple of Calvin's friends who are um, really amazing. Two kids uh, who are brothers. They're Asian American, and they're both gay and compl- and out. And in high school, you know, which I imagine they've seen their fair share of terrible uh, bigotry and stuff. And one of them was telling me about an incident that happened to them in school, and that the the kid who was being racist to him got suspended for two weeks, and then had a no contact order with him. And he was like, and he was like, you know, I really actually wish. Um, I feel like that was so punitive. And what I wish had happened was that they had actually done like outreach and education with that that kid who was mean to me. And that like, he was like, I try to, when someone is a bigot to me or to someone else, I try to like meet them where they are and use that as an opportunity for growth. And I was like, what a cool person. Like, you know, I think as an older person, you experience so much uh, shit all the time that you can kind of get a little numb to, to I'm compassion. I'm so
0: punitive yeah I'm just like I only want you to suffer <laughs> <Yeah>. I, <laughs> the equivalent amount of how much you've caused pain and suffering to me or others
1: yeah yeah and I think like especially we live in such a call-out culture like I mean a lot of times that's because there there's no other way to deal with what the person is doing and they aren't willing to be educated or anything so it's like a consequence is the only way to deal with that person but be in the spirit right of of that young person who was telling me like we need to be less punitive and more like compassionate, um, this this man who is doing this podcast who I you know I I think like not a not a bad guy in a lot of ways a teacher a nice person we had a very long like two hour conversation about a lot of interesting things but several different times like you know he was talking about how like he struggles with the uh, believing the concept of white privilege is real. And I was like, Oh, well let's take a moment to address that. And like, I like very, a few different times, like very patiently tried to like bring it back to like, well, you know, like here's, here's what I know about that and blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and I think, and we had a, I mean, we had a good conversation. I mean, I don't, I don't have to tell you like he was a Joe Rogan fan. So you can do, you can do a lot of the math there yourself for like what this man's belief systems were, what he thought about women, some of the things he brought up to me. A couple times he said things, I feel kind of bad. A couple of times he said things, Circus. wow, Cirque, he said things so shocking to me that I was just like, well, uh, uh, and then he like moved on and I like never addressed it. Cause I was just like, huh wow well okay but um I tried for the most part to just like when he said something that I personally find like offensive instead of being like fuck you dude I tried to just be like well you know here's what I believe about that personally and here's you know and he like was open to new ideas and he was like oh I hadn't really thought about like when I talked about the white privilege thing he was like I hadn't really thought about that I hadn't really considered it that way and uh we had like a good conversation, and then when we were done, I went downstairs and I was like, "I'm exhausted. I'm so like." And I was like, "That's why it can't always be doing like. It's so exhausting to try and like bring somebody up to speed on stuff yeah, that is very end? easily also, researchable. Like, you I mean, know,
0: I understand. I mean, I I appreciate that you did that and that you put out that emotional energy, but also like." how many more of the those guys are there and you got to do a one-on-one intervention to like move the move the dial like a half of
1: us i did i'm gonna do every bro podcast (laughs) that anybody asks me to be on and just be like well the reason why privilege is a real thing is and then i'll be aged you know but also like i do think you know the only thing i'm going to say about the the chris rock will smith thing is uh, it was another example of a time where you're like, white people need to be educating white people so black people don't have to do it, you know, like, and after and it was it was that day, the day after that had happened, you know, or yeah, no, it was Tuesday, so it was a couple days after, and I was part of the reason he he asked me about that situation and stuff, and I was like, yeah, I guess you know, if you feel like maybe you've done a little more or a lot more research on, um, you know certain things like sexism or racism or whatever then when a white person comes at you with their idiocy maybe if you intervene you know a black person doesn't have to so I felt like that's probably good energy that's probably good energy to spend but also I was like oh I gotta I'm going back to saying no to podcasts (laughs) like it was just kind of like I don't know it was weird and it, it was half a very fun conversation and um and I think we did get into some interesting things and half I was like I don't know. It was it was it was an interaction with a man is what it was. Where half of
0: half of it you're like he I think seemed you like should, a good guy I think it should be like a dance card. Yeah. And you sign up at the beginning of the year and you're like, okay, I'm going to have these five conversations with these five dudes and then after i've done that that's all i'm doing i'm absolved yeah. i'm
1: done i yeah. can be done for the year <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it was interesting cuz i
1: probably you know maybe would have approached it with different energy on a different day but um but also i do think there's some truth to that that like being puni- punitive to people who because it's not like i knew everything um coming out of the womb you know and like was automatically like anti-racist and stuff like it's been a very like uh Intricate journey for me over the course of my lifetime to be to get to a place where I'm like, you know, still working through things and trying to understand things, not just with racism, but sexism and uh, homophobia and like, you know, a lot of different things. So, I think it is. I'm like, what? What if instead of being punitive and doing like call out culture, when you hear somebody with, because I think some of it is that white people hate conflict. You know, like that's to me what a lot of that will smith chris rock thing comes down to is like white people really fucking hate conflict and so when somebody says something uh bigoted in front of you i think are a lot of times white people's first initial reaction is to just like be quiet and kind of like internally eye roll or avoid that person or whatever instead of just being willing to say like hey uh here's why i think you're wrong and here's what i know about the subject and then if that person is still a dick then whatever like they've they've made their choice but I don't know. It was an interesting experience. I still am not totally sure. I, I it was a weird how I often feel with men where I'm like, I sort of like you and I don't like you. And I'm like, I I wish that you would do the work here so that I don't have to spend so much of this conversation being like, yeah, but that's actually really dehumanizing to those people or to me personally, you know, like, I don't know. It just, it was just kind of an interesting experience. And like, we talked, uh, once I think about how I ended that friendship uh, with that Mormon male friend of mine from high school, actually. We had gone to high school together and we'd been friends for years. And he was always like, oh, you're Ruth, you're like Ruth Bader Ginsburg and I'm like Scalia. And like, we're, we're opposed, we have different you know, views, but we can still be friends. And in the, like a year or two ago, I was like, I don't think that works for me anymore. Like I don't think you living in a space and within a system where like I am automatically lesser, I don't think I can be friends with people who believe that. And right. he was like, no, it's really important for, for conservatives and, and progressive people to still be friends. And I was like, it's important for you because then you won't have to do any of the math you won't have to do any of the work, you know, and maybe it's just
0: accommodation because it's always us have that are making the accommodation Yeah, and in the friendship or in the relationship or in the exchange. It's always like, Oh, let me accommodate whatever you're saying or whatever you believe or there's, there's not reciprocal at all.
1: And I felt, and I told him, you know, if, if I could say to you, I really want you to read this article or I really want you to read these three books so that you like understand where I'm coming from um i know i know you wouldn't do it in the same way that if you were like i want you to read the book of mormon so you understand where i'm coming from i'd be like it's not going to change my mind you know so maybe it's just like the ideological difference of opinion is too great for education to. but like i i mean in the same way he probably believes it i truly believe that the book of mormon is wrong you know and is not like their opinions on brown people and women and homosexuality and a million other things are uh the are bad opinions but he also you know he's like very anti-abortion and all these other things so i don't know but i did just kind of i don't know anyway that was i did the podcast it'll be out in a couple of days people can listen to it and tell me whether or not um i and i was i was like i i go so back and forth between cutting men off and just being so sick of them and being and then being like no because some of you know like i some of me is like no i mean those men like that need those relationships so that they can grow and change and blah 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 but i don't
0: know but do they do they but do Do they they? yeah
1: like did that guy walk away accommodation i should have that guy on my podcast now and be like i gotta know did I change your mind in any way? Did you walk away from that talk about white privilege going like, well, she's right. It's not about what I grew up with. It's about the things I didn't have to worry about. It's about the th- like the privilege isn't maybe the right word.
0: You I think know? There's a lot, and I think there's a lot of oftentimes willful denial of even if they do, even if they even if you do change their mind a little bit, it doesn't fit in the scenario yeah and so like it's just easier to reject it because it's so often we're just all looking for confirmation bias yeah that's it
1: like one of the questions he had asked me was like
0: like if you're actually it's it's the same thing with like all the the people who were doing like doing their own research for COVID yeah it's like no you're only doing research to confirm what you already think yeah so you're not you're not looking for information and if you're looking for confirmation
1: and if I send you an article by the written by the best epidemiologist in the world you're not gonna read it or you're gonna read it and be like oh well um so here's a oprah's doctor said
0: epidemiology study that they're you know saying now is completely untrue you know yeah
1: you can't yeah yeah i don't know it's one of the questions he had asked me was like is it ever do i think it's like okay for um and this was you know part of a larger conversation but like do i think it's okay for to like use your sexuality to like advance your career. And I was like, man, your question is so flawed because like you just have no idea that like, that's a lot of times the only way as a woman you can get proximity to power anyway. And that like you spend a lot of your twenties and thirties sort of like um, using that power really ineffectually. And then by the time you're 40 and you've aged out of like a lot of those same guys who maybe would have let you use sexuality as power um but only see you know 20 year olds as as fuckable uh it's too late it's too late and you're like oh i should have used it god damn it i should have used my like i wish looking back i had used my sexuality as power a whole lot more because i didn't know that was going to be my only chance to have any proximity to power i didn't know that's what we were doing Mm -hmm. until too late you know too late or like like i didn't realize i've been struggling with this a lot too like like looking back and realizing how many relationships with men I had where they were really only there for the chance to fuck me. And I think I emotionally protected myself from that reality for a lot of years and was like, I mean, yeah, that person like mentioned sex a lot or like kind of was resentful that we didn't have sex. And I'm talking male comics specifically here. Um, Mentors and the like of like people who I, I really was like, we're friends. We're like really good friends. And I think I've had to in the last like year or two be like, Oh, that's not a friendship, is it? That's not a friendship if you're trying to have sex with that person and you're mad that they won't have sex with you, you know, like it's, and so him asking that, I was like,
0: hi. Yeah. I think it's just not even showing any understanding of what it's like to be a woman at all, which is not a surprise.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he, you know, I, I, I could I don't know. I guess time will tell. I felt like he listened to my answers and he was open to a lot of it, but but the baseline for sometimes where someone is starting, you know, not just men. I'm sure black people find this with white people, and you know, queer people find this with cis straight people, and or straight people and trans people find it with cis people. But like the big, it's like when you find somebody who's at the baseline of understanding, and you're like, Jesus, that's a long walk, a long walk, and I'm not gonna have to. I get, I don't shouldn't have to carry you. There's so much information out there. If you were in the least bit interested in knowing what other people. Like their experiences are like. So, yeah. Anyway, that was a whole thing. It was a whole thing.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty warm right here. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, so I, could, I could say something, <laughs> but I don't know what that would be. <laughs>
1: Alex had offered to put up a shade thing and we were like, no, 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 it's fine. And then you're over here just like, I'm a sleepy, cozy bear. Hey, babe, could you get uh, Joss her rocking chair? (laughs) She's she's going. She's going down. Yeah.
0: I mean, I just can't relate because nobody's going to ever ask me onto their podcast unless it's you. (laughs) (laughs) But I... I had a situation this week where I was just like I was so heavily leaning into the like accommodating the male authority and just like kissing their ass and I was just like yep that's what I'm going to do because that's what's going to get me exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. I was like I'm not going to try and push back. I'm not going to try and you know handle the situation in a different way I'm gonna play it exactly Like it was designed to be played Because you know what It's less effort for me To fucking kiss somebody's ass And uh I you know I don't feel great about it at all but on the other hand I'm just like why am I having to do all of this work this person is going to do none of this work yeah and I so I might as well give them what they want
1: and if you that's the kind of situation I'm assuming like kind of a work situation like if the pushback is like a
0: business situation yeah business
1: situation the pushback doesn't get you anywhere most of the time no yeah
0: So you just go in like, hey, big papa. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, like, I'm going to ask this guy questions about himself. (laughs) I'm going to let him talk and talk and talk. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to nod and smile at everything he says. And I just did it. And I did it in like with full knowledge. I mean, I, I think in the past I've behaved that way and not really understood my role in that. Or I've tried to, you know change the dynamic because i'm like no this isn't right you know like i should educate this person or i should you know protect myself and i was like nope not nope. doing it not this Actually. time nope just, <laughs> just gonna for a half an hour are you shading are you shading he's trying to shade yeah, you know, what we don't have back here and it's you know spring is is the only time where we really have to worry about the sun because in just a few months we'll have um plenty of shade so thanks for trying. Yeah. Um
1: also I saw so, uh I don't think this I don't think this is gendered in any way. I it, maybe it's I don't everything's gendered. Uh, maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> this is gendered. I did see two men. Well so what I'm about to bring up, it was two men who said this. And um I don't know, but I you'll have to tell me if you feel like a woman could also say this, but in the last week, two I saw two different men say um One was like, oh, I can't wait to see my crush this week. And the other one was like, um, looking forward to seeing my crush this week. And then later was like, saw my crush downtown this week, you know? So like, they're not talking about like going on a date or like, they're literally talking about like bumping into your, like the way they worded it was like bumping into your crush who doesn't know that you have a crush. And then like in a
0: non-celebrity capacity,
1: in a non-celebrity capacity, just like a someone and, um, uh, babe, you don't have really, you don't have to worry about the shade. Okay. Um, it, and I was like, Oh, and both of these men are 50 years old. And I was like, Oh, I, I kind of thought crushes were like a young person's game. Like I didn't know older people were still crushing and especially like it was 70 degrees warmer in Antarctica than it should be the other day. If you have a crush, fucking act on that shit. You don't have a <laughs> ton of time.
0: Uh, I would say if you have a crush on someone, make your move because. Yeah. What's the point of having a crush when you're like an adult person, like adult single person? Yeah. I,
1: w- I was like, I I don't think I've had a crush since I was in junior high or high school, maybe on somebody that I didn't just immediately approach and be like, do you wanna and if they were like no, I was like, carry on then and like deleted the crush. Or if they were like, Yeah, we banged, you know, <laughs> like then we consummated right. that like,
0: crush. I feel like the crush is a very it's it's a it's a very short period of time where there is such a thing as a crush. Like I can think of situations where I've seen somebody or I've or I've met somebody kind of peripherally and thought like, Oh, that person is really cute. I'd like to get to know them. But then I would either find a way to get to know them or i would forget about them or i would find out that i then i would meet them and then not like them or so it was just like a really it's a very passing it's it's a quick
1: i don't uh, yeah like i've maybe had a crush on some and both of these people made sort of clear that these, these were people they'd had a crush on for like an ongoing thing for a while and um yeah i just don't get that I don't know if it's just because I'm a very forward woman. (laughs) Or
0: and also I just am not like
1: I'm not a real fantasizer, you know, I'm not a like sit around and think about someone a whole lot, you know, and and Well,
0: I think if you're satisfied, you don't do that. Like I (laughs) I appreciate, like I'll see somebody who who has a great outfit on, um, you know, man or woman, or somebody who has a lot of charisma and you admire them, or, you know, somebody who's really smart and you're like, wow, that person is so interesting like i can see having a really nuanced impression even if it's a really uh even if i don't know that person but uh i wouldn't couch it as a crush yeah and that implies some like you want to have does it imply like the kind of relationship you would would want to have with that person i don't know because like i don't even think it's a relationship
1: thing to me cuz i feel like
0: Okay, you know. in relation with them. Like, yeah. what, what is the in relation that you have with somebody that you have a crush on? Because I'm thinking about, I, I like, mean, I've honestly, heard married women yeah, yeah. say, like, oh, I have such a crush on so-and-so's husband or something. I don't, I don't actually know anybody in the last 10 years that has said something like that. But maybe in my 30s. Yeah.
1: Well, that's, I mean, even when I was single, I don't think I ever, I didn't, I just don't, I'm not a crusher. I'm not a like, oh my gosh, I've been thinking about that person so much, you know. Probably also because a lot of times being attracted to men, I would be like, oh, that person's cute. And then the second you get to know them, you're like, That's what I mean. I was doke. like,
0: it's like it's very passing. Never
1: mind. I mean, uh and even like I think you're right. Like the women who I've been attracted to, um, even in like recent times, like you said, it's kind of more of an admiration thing. I like I can kind of see getting having a crush on somebody once you're in a relationship, almost more like where like, you know, when you're first dating somebody and you're like giddy about them and you can't stop thinking about them or whatever. And you're like, Oh, I can't wait to see them tonight. That to me is more of a crush of like, once you sort of have confirmation that that's a two way street, then, then I, maybe that's when I crush more, but yeah, leading, I was just kind of like, and also I, to me, that's like a young person's game. like, you know when I was younger I probably crushed on people and my you know my teenagers will have a crush on somebody there's something
0: about access with a crush like yeah somehow if you have a crush on somebody you don't have access to them which is like what you have in high school like you probably actually do have access to them but you don't think you do and because you're you're you know insecure and you have you know uh you you don't you don't have a car or something (laughs) but like as an adult what would prevent you other than that you're already in another relationship or they are like what would prevent you from having a interaction with them
1: yeah that's part of what i don't like both these guys are um so it's the access one single the other person is in an open relationship so they could at any point go and be like hey i'm super into you just and i i think it's almost more of a like some people really enjoy having a crush more than they enjoy like actually getting to know a person um you know they enjoy like the fantasy of a person and like the the mystery and the the sexual tension and stuff on one sided more than they do like actually approaching someone and getting rejected and then having to like reestablish so
0: it's like my 15 year old son yeah who <laughs> Really 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 loved being able to say That he had a girlfriend but wanted to do none Of the things that it yeah, requires exactly. It's, that's like, exactly. didn't want to talk to her On the phone, didn't yeah. want to hang out, didn't want to Make plans, didn't want to buy her a Valentine's Present but but just absolutely Relished telling anybody that he saw that he Had a girlfriend
1: <laughs> Boy he's just ready to be a man out there in the wild isn't he
0: Yeah well she broke up with him because she You her. know realized I think that he Wasn't ready um, and then Immediately started dating his friend and I asked him how he felt about that and he said, good luck to him. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because he might actually have to do something, which yeah. you were unwilling to she do. She has all these
1: expectations. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's grown men, grown men getting divorced because somebody asked him to pick up their socks. We know a couple of those for sure. Um, I still don't know. if you, Did you see the other day in the news? It said that they this uh, they came out with a male birth control another one Uh, why a male birth control that has no side effects and i was like i'm gonna lose my i'm gonna go crazy i'm gonna lose they keep inventing
0: this male birth control though and they have done so many studies on how men will not take birth control but this one
1: has this one has no side effects whatsoever and i was just like that makes me so crazy that they, they're like well we're not going to release a male birth control until there's no side effects because every time i've been on birth control first of all i have lost my mind yeah and then also like i was on depo provera mm-hmm. for when i was a teenager and when i went off of that i had a period for a year mm-hmm. uh when i was like 20 or something or 19 and uh just the just the amount of women i know who like have you do you know any woman who's like i do really well on birth control i do really really well no everybody's always like Oh my gosh, it made me um almost kill someone or it made me cry all the time or it made me angry or gave me horrible acne, weight gain, uh, blood
0: clots. Yeah, and you can only take it so long. Yeah. yeah. When I went off it twice, I had, and I could not figure out what the heck was wrong with me. I was like, I think I'm like a major depressive person. I, have, I think I'm bipolar. It's like, no, you just went off birth control a month ago. Yeah.
1: And it takes like three to four months to get back like your hormones and to start feeling better. And yeah, I'm just like, that's so, so funny to me that like, but even without
0: side effects, they will not take it.
1: No, probably not. Probably not. Not probably not. They won't.
0: It's not their problem. How to
1: make vasectomies just fully reversible.
0: Pregnancy is not a problem for men. It is only a problem for women, which is why abortion is only about women. It's never about men.
1: Yeah, it's rough like this last couple of weeks with that uh, a ban that's gone through here, just like the absolute silence from uh, so many dudes I know who have personally benefited from an abortion, Uh, not mine to be clear, Uh, but just like so many of them. I'm like, I know that your ex-girlfriend or your current girlfriend had an abortion and that you should be speaking up about this and you're saying nothing, nothing.
0: They never will. (sighs) Anyway, I just thought that
1: was funny. i need um you're so good at naming things and i need some help and also if you have something in the like in the comments you can throw in or send it to me later um so i'm doing this little tour i'm starting out at the end of the month i'm doing some dates in and around denver uh boulder denver trinidad and then i'm doing um san francisco and santa cruz and i'm gonna tack a couple other things onto that and I have, so I have some other dates kind of coming up, and I, so I need to make like a tour poster, right? Like I need to do the whole thing. I'm, I'm, for, I have totally forgotten how to do this, and I was like, oh shit, I need like a little tour poster, and I have no idea what to call the tour, and the only thing I have is, I was thinking I might name it "Heir um, to a Gummy Fortune," <laughs> because when I was telling my aunt the other day, who's she's older and she's getting a little hard of hearing. And she was asking how comedy was doing. And I was like, I'm about to start going on the road again. And she was like, looked confused for a minute. And then she goes, you're the heir to a gummy fortune. And I was like, that's amazing. I'm going to get that on a shirt. I love it so much. So that's the only thing I have for a name. And I don't know. I don't know what to name it. I'll think about it. Yeah. Noodle it. And if you have something in the comments, tell me. I don't know. I can't think of anything. Your next crush. Your next crush. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh,
0: I don't know. I just
1: can't think of anything to name it and I've just been like stumped. But I am excited to go back on the road and to do some dates and um I am I feel like it's a weirdly I'm like doing like Montana. I'm like I don't know. I just doing anybody Chicago. I am doing Chicago. Oh, I love Chicago. Um I'm not sure if it, it might be end of July looking like now, but um yeah. So, if anybody can think of that yeah tell me tell me what your name go ahead <sighs> yeah I don't know um what do you got what do you got over on your list oh okay well if you're so. not too
0: sleepy <laughs> welcome I'm back I'm too sleepy I'm too sleepy no I wrote down one thing and then I have a drone boy update oh yes let's hear um, the drone boy update for sure so I wrote down so I, I make notes and I'm always like oh I really need to write down stuff because I'll like laugh hysterically with Dave about something and then completely forget to write it down and so I wrote do you have a PhD question mark no, comma, THC.
1: <laughs>
0: Were you guys high when you wrote this? This feels like a
1: a stoned joke that later I would look over it and be like, Oh, okay, like a stoned
0: joke, yeah. But we weren't, and I have no idea what that means. <laughs> okay, but it it was funny enough that I wrote, you wrote it down, and I was like, We're definitely talking about this on the podcast.
1: I did that. I did that to myself the other day. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I I was I. Th- Was like this is the funniest joke i've ever written it's so good and i i in my mind it was like this it was fleshed all the way out but i was like i'm not gonna write all that down at three in the morning i'm just gonna write down like a little bit and i'll remember what it was and it was bad with names and faces good with gossip no idea where I, it's a good solid it's a good premise yeah there's a good premise there yeah but, I think I but have, I had it in my mind like fleshed fully out and I was like that's like a five minute bit it's so funny yeah no I idea. could see
0: that like the thing that you remember about a person is not their name or their face but you can yeah. remember their dirty, and I their, am, their dirty laundry I'm I'm notoriously bad with <laughs> oh, faces that girl right there I have no idea what her name is but I know that His, her brother
1: <laughs> got their dogs tutor pregnant (laughs) yeah it's and it is like when I'll run into somebody a lot of times I, I really do have like kind of face blindness like I'll be talking to somebody for so long oh my god like I was I was downtown running an errand and I bumped into this guy and I was in my mind like he looks so familiar and he a lot of times I will just match energy because I can't remember people so if you come to me with like really friendly energy I just match it automatically so he was like really effervescent and he hugged me and he was like so happy to see me and we were like talking and talking and then he was like all right so good to run into you blah blah blah. we should hang out sometime and i was like okay cool and then um like like later like 15 minutes later i was like oh i fucking hate that guy (laughs) like i remembered i was like that's the guy who told me that crystalia uh it was okay like like that was the comic who yeah i know he is uh, yeah he uh unfortunately yeah and he told me after after all of that that like no it's okay he's a dad now that's that guy yeah and i was like oh it was nice to him and i meant to be like when i ran into him the next time just cold as ice you know just mean as hell instead i was like oh hey man how's it going and that guy thinks he's forgetting you're not you're not forgiven
0: yeah uh, I, I do the same thing and mine is because i've lived in so many different places and so my references are kind of scrambled and when i first moved back i would run into people who i definitely recognized but i hadn't lived in town for like 12 years so i was like did we date or was i really mean to you in high school (laughs) like i have no idea who you are yeah you know i mean the famous story about when when i met dave again and i was so rude to him because he said i'm dave from high school and i was just like what the fuck? i don't know who you are why are you talking to me do this so yeah I don't know I'm not I'm not good at the references but I probably yeah if you if you told me I could probably flesh it out dirty laundry but it
1: felt like it was in in the moment I was like this is the best joke I've ever written oh my god but but give us a drone boy update I think you have a big one
0: I do but you know um it's not actually about me which is sort of exciting because I'm just like this guy you know he's ruined our lives um but we got a new roof last week last Friday and the roofing company was here and Dave and I were sitting in the backyard. We were actually sitting back on the chairs, like watching them put in this beautiful new roof on our house. And we we're really excited about it. And we just heard this just ruckus out front. And all the guys on the roof were like looking over into the road, like towards uh drone boy's house. And we're like drone boy. So we run out and he's like in a shouting match with this guy on a bike. And the guy uh has a dog, like a golden retriever, and then two little girls wearing their helmets on their bike. So they're like out for a family bike ride with the dog. And this guy is just like, fuck you, fuck you, motherfucker, fuck you, fuck you. And um so we like go out actually into the front yard and we're nodding along at this guy. <laughs> Get him, <laughs> And he rides past us And he's like it's always that fucking guy That fucking guy So we didn't really know what happened Just that you know he had an altercation And then uh, a few minutes Later the guy the same Guy uh, comes back In his uh, Vehicle and like parks In front of drone boys house and is screaming At him and they're having uh, Like an, a shouting match fight And so I don't know, like, what happened. But then uh, my one of my friends who lives in the neighborhood, she tells me about it later that the girl who lives across the street, there's two girls that live across the street in one house down. So they live on the same side as Drone Boy. Their cousin, it was their cousin, who lives a couple streets over. And apparently Drone Boy's dog attacked the golden retriever. And then, of course, Drone Boy acts like everybody else is the jerk the mm-hmm. asshole um the guy went home the little girls were crying they were so upset and so he went back to like you know you need to apologize you need to do something and drone boy just laughed at him and so um we were like well you know he should probably call the police but what do you do you know you get in an altercation with drone boy and so then yesterday um, The girl across the street uh, called my friend and said, can I get Jocelyn's phone number? Because I want to talk to her about the problem neighbor. And I was like, oh, this must be related to the cousin situation. No, Jerome Boy yesterday and his wife went into her backyard. What? Yeah. And she says they have cameras, which does not surprise me, because I've seen him leering oh, at yeah. these girls. They're a lesbian couple. He's obsessed. Oh, the yoga. Is it the yoga them. girls? Yep, yeah, yoga, yoga girls. girls. Yeah. She says they can't go in their backyard because Ugh. he has cameras pointing in their backyard. So gross. And that he gets drunk in his backyard and is out there all night.
1: Jesus.
0: And I mean, creeper. She's like, I'm so sorry. I haven't talked to you guys about it before, but I just don't know what to do she has a chain link fence i'm like well the first thing i would do is i put up an eight foot fence yeah but he can just go higher yeah yeah and he's got a whole setup so that he can look directly into their backyard creepy and what was he doing back there they got him on their security camera going with his wife into their backyard so they live two houses down Mm -hmm. he had to walk like down the street oh they're not even next door no So he has cameras pointed from two doors down? Yeah, from the backyard. And he has apparently like an elevated setup, which I knew, I saw him building it last year.
1: Jesus.
0: And so what's he doing in their backyard? Yeah. My guess is that he's checking to make sure that the camera is angled in the right way. A hundred percent.
1: A hundred percent he is. And his wife was with him too?
0: Yeah, Yeah. And and the security cameras picked it up. And she was absolutely infuriated she's just like i don't know what else to do but move this guy is such a creep
1: ah my god yeah i don't even know
0: what you would do that's so gross yeah i mean i mean he's droning around like like you said well we can you know we can shoot down the drone but i'm like the drone is actually only part of the problem there's the you know aggressive attacks from his dog and from him yeah there's the other kinds of surveillance i mean i saw him put in the additional surveillance that points at our house luckily it's just at the front of the house and not the back of the house so he can't see into my backyard i mean that you know
1: of you know what i mean that you know of he's such a creep
0: i mean who knows maybe
1: that's what he was doing is installing an extra camera in their yard you know that's so creepy yeah man that guy needs to get punched so hard <laughs> That's in the like, face. punitive.
0: When Let's people, just, why, when people are, are like, is violence is them.
1: never the answer. I don't, I don't support that theory personally. Uh, maybe
0: it's the well, redneck and, in me, but that guy needs to get punched in the face. There's nothing you can like say to him, like you said, well, meet no. people where they're at. Well, where he is at is totally Ape shit bonkers and and abusive so and i would horrible. like to meet him there so meet him where is that so mason like he did you
1: and then try to run him over with his your car because that's what he tried to do with you and i guess um jerk off to him <laughs> is your only option sorry
0: you're gonna have to make him as sexually uncomfortable as he's making you and all the neighbors i really think the only thing that could be done would be some kind of public shaming
1: maybe you know maybe even because right. what community does that guy have who he
0: has no community
1: like it's not like you could be like take this to his church um take it his to the to his friend's barbecue like that guy has nobody who and can also
0: he never thinks he's in the wrong it was yeah. just like when his dog attacked this guy's dog and then there's like little kids there all he did was like verbally assault yeah the guy who's his dog had just attacked yeah like he never like he never thought that he did anything wrong with me (laughs) he pepper sprayed me yeah you know like but he's just like well you know i'm a i'm a veteran i'm a disabled vet i'm 60 years old i you know I wear glasses. God, he I might. Know he's
1: not going to die anytime. I know then. he's not. Because he, I was going to be like, I guess you could wait for him to die, but that could be twenty years. Yeah, from somebody who comes from a, a family full of old racist fucks. Those guys live a long oh, time. Oh yeah, he's just surviving some, on. I have some uncles who like, like, how is this guy still alive? You know, like two packs a day, Bluebird, and he's just still, <laughs> still kicking. So yeah, I'm sure he'll I'm outlive so all of us.
0: But other than moving, if anybody, ha- I mean, the thing is, we have. At least five families, yeah, who have had like an interaction where he was violent or was surveilling them, or you know, his well, dog. And, and so, what do you so so? so is there any recourse if you have like a bunch of people? I don't know because
1: like you know, let's let's you know do like what my my kid's friend said. So, not going punitive. There's no amount of outreach or education. Nothing's going to work.
0: I've um, tried to. This is a uh, bunch early the on, face situation. I tried to be reasonable with them. Tell, I was just like. There's nothing. I mean, because, like,
1: fuck the, fuck the cops. The cops aren't going to do nope. anything. They were, you know, they're a bunch of old racists themselves most of the time. And also, like, fuck for involving the system. And they're
0: always just like, oh, he's just a kooky old guy. Nope. It's just like that woman, who has, you know, the anti abortion activist that has five fetuses. Yeah. You can't tell me that that guy doesn't have way worse shit yeah that he's doing that we know about you don't the even know about the we worst know about the violence what what else i mean i think a collective
1: bullying that's what i think mm-hmm. um i think uh at some point maybe everybody goes the whole neighborhood you get 30 people together and you all go to his door and you're like hey man uh if you don't take down those cameras and you, you never what would. i'm saying is you need the mob he, the thing is he's such, <laughs> a, he's such a
0: coward like with yeah. this guy i don't know though he yeah. stands on his property mm-hmm. he won't come off and of he's his waiting property. to shoot somebody yeah. he's one of
1: those guys who's like waiting to like test out that idaho law you know like uh, he's like step step on my property step on my he, property he
0: invited dave he's like come on step on my property let's go yeah step on my property and the reason that the guy uh eventually drove off of course it was not resolved yeah the guy drove off because drone boy went to his vehicle and the guy thought he's going to get a gun
1: yeah wow so he was for yeah. sure too man i don't fucking know i don't know because i i just think i think you pay a big guy to punch him in the face i think that but i don't know what Will else you would that stop do. Him? That, Will that stop i don't him? know
0: you know i'm not opposed
1: i don't know yeah i I've actually like had conversations with people multiple times where they were like suggesting things and like it's like nope that wouldn't work that wouldn't work there's not kind of like I guess you have to do the like what are you guys gonna be the bigger people for 20 more years you know wait for him to kick off but like I don't know I don't know you can't meet him what do you do you're gonna meet him with compassion bring him a cornbread ask him to sit down with the neighborhood and have a I mean okay maybe let's talk about that scenario having a big a big neighborhood meeting ask him to come and everybody be like everybody has a really big fucking problem with you man and we want to talk to you about why do you think do you think that there's a reasonable discourse that could be had like you know what i mean no. yeah no. probably not
0: i just in even trying to have like very civil just like a small civil conversation about a small thing he just he I think part of the problem is that he's not smart yeah that he's that he's, he's not got that intele- lead poisoning yeah that they he's say, not all those exactly he's them. not intellectually up to par and so you can't really reason with him and he just goes straight to defense i've never seen him like have a conversation with somebody yeah. i've only seen him have altercations which is pretty remarkable yeah like i think that maybe he is disabled but i think his disability is that he cannot interact with other people
1: yeah yeah, I don't know. That's, wow, that sucks. I'm really sorry. And I'm sorry for your neighbors who can't even go in my backyard because oh. that sounds so such a bummer and so stressful. And
0: I was really annoyed with them that they didn't come on board when I was filing my protect, when I was getting my protect border because I was like, you guys, like what he's doing to you is actually worse than what he's doing to me. I mean, other than the pepper spray. Other than the, pe- because, other than the pepper spray. Like, you know, the, the flying the drone over or whatever, but the like sustained, you know, surveillance surveillance is i couldn't stand it i couldn't stand it i would sell my house yeah yeah i
1: i was so upset that our backyard neighbors cut down all the trees in between our houses and that i can like see them we can see each other now and i'm like this is disgusting and like it made me so upset because i was like we had all these beautiful trees in between us we didn't even know each other existed and now we see each other all the time in in our windows um and now i can't tan in the backyard without your weird husband standing there on the patio so not my balcony. just to be clear not my weird no, he's not watching anybody <laughs> he's just he's on our balcony no no because he doesn't that was have a already. really good impression
0: of dave leering though <laughs> <laughs>
1: um well that sucks i'm really sorry
0: that's a real yeah, bummer i mean Quite an update. i was actually like it actually was sort of a relief for me because i was like oh he's somebody else's problem too for yeah because for so long i was like i know everybody here has dealt with this guy i've seen it but nothing has happened and i was like see look yeah it's not me like i am not even part of this equation it's entirely him yeah it's
1: entirely because you're a decent person so you're like well what did i do to facilitate like i I have a joke that doesn't work about how when you criticize men they're like not all men and when you criticize women they're like oh god I'm sorry did I do that oh I'm so sorry I'm so sorry that's terrible that was me that was me probably I don't remember it but it probably was you yeah. know and that's yeah he doesn't he's not over there examining his piece and oh, things
0: he's only examining he's, loves surveillance it. footage he loves it and he does I think he really gets off yeah, on the it's yelling clear. and shouting and
1: the altercations yeah. and, and the 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 watching and yeah i mean so. maybe it's a bit like i don't know like that's you just got to find another another way to satisfy that itch for him <laughs> you you guys all like you set up a calendar and you guys all take turns once well, a week somebody thinking, goes over like, and has really a fight maybe with maybe the
0: only thing that would work would be to surveil him yeah and to you know they need to set up Uh, cameras like everybody in the block sets up a camera facing his house and especially those girls and yeah you know like set up cameras that face directly into his backyard yeah put him up on a high you know pedestal so he can see and then i really really want somebody to fly a drone in his backyard
1: just constantly yeah like he does yeah i don't know that would
0: be maybe satisfying to me not that it would do anything but yeah it would be satisfying
1: unless he likes it again i feel like he's one of those guys that anything you do he's like any escalation is what he's after. So right, I don't know. That's true. Well, do uh, we got anything else? I think I've got, um, oh, I have one other little thing. Uh, a very sweet friend of mine the other day was like, said she had run into one of my exes and um, he was very, he's clearly crushing on her. Right. And she was like, oh, and blah, blah, blah. And we talked. And um, I was like, oh, uh yeah all right and then she was like and i i kind of like was like well i know he's a good guy because emma dated him and i was like what (laughs) (laughs) not a listener of the podcast clearly I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I do not know where you're, if, in fact, it's quite the opposite. Exactly. That really, if I preview, like maybe pre-Alex for the most part, uh, not entirely, but like if I dated somebody, like you should, especially if I dated them for a while, you should be pretty concerned. Mm-hmm. You should be, you should give that person a wide berth. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like, oh, really? I just assumed, I was like, he must be a pretty good guy because I know, I know Emma dated him and she only dates really nice guys and I was like oh
0: how long yeah what kind of a friend is this how does she not know
1: (laughs) she uh,
0: gruesome past she
1: you know I mean more than acquaintance less than bestie for sure but like yeah somebody who maybe hasn't kept up on everything over the years but I was just like no 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 (laughs) I mean make your own choices but uh no I definitely she was like oh my god I'm so glad I I asked you about it because she was kind of asking like She wasn't going to date him, but she was just like, he seems like a really good dude. I was like,
0: he's not a good dude. (laughs) He's a bad dude. So,
1: yeah, it was pretty funny.
0: Well, you know, maybe he's changed. Yeah. I've heard he has a kid.
1: He has kids now. (laughs) He has kids now. So his days of dating 15-year-olds, way behind him. Way behind
0: him. (laughs) At least for a little while. We He might get back to that. (laughs) Um, Oh,
1: I did have a fun... um, I tweeted this, but it was funny because uh, Jeff uh, Tate and I were talking yesterday. And um, he's in New York, and he was talking about you know, doing pop, popping around, doing podcasts and like doing shows and theaters and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was thinking how before COVID, because I have kids, a lot of times I'm uh, like tour wise, not able to do as much as other comedians. And like a lot of times when somebody would tell me what they were doing, I would have like FOMO, like big time. Like I wish I could be there. I wish I, think I could be doing that. what you mean that.
0: to say is that you're a woman with kids. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. I'm not Jim, Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> with My wife's just staying home. Um, but I was, I was thinking it's funny because, uh, COVID really has broken me of FOMO because he was telling me all the stuff he was doing. I was like, better you than me, bitch. <laughs> like, I was like, that's the new FOMO for me. It was like, oh man, I'm not doing any of that shit. Like, not that I wouldn't love to go to New York and do a bunch of fun stuff, but when he was describing how busy his schedule was and like all this shit he was doing, I was like, oh man, I'm so glad I'm home right now in my hammock. <laughs> it was, I was like, yeah, well, that's kind of a nice change because I used to always have FOMO. Oh, what's wrong with Bev? She's
0: just huh. tired. She's just
1: worn out. Good circ yeah, out. Yeah, if I have
0: one thing to do in a day, I'd like, you know, worry about it all day long. Like tonight I have to go to the, and uh judge the artistry in wood competition. Cool. <laughs> Believe it or not, that would be for work. Yeah. Yeah. Not just something you're doing. I love to judge not just wood. For one, not just for fun, but yeah, I'm I'm judging that and just like like, until that's over, I won't be able to relax yeah. and just, you know, calm down. Or we had, you know, dog training it gets yesterday. it's a lot of pressure. I was, like, thinking about dog training all day. I was like, okay, so we got to... And what time do we have to leave? And when are
1: we going to eat? Yeah. And- it's at 1.30. So that real... Oh, my God. The whole day has to be rebuilt. I know. I feel like this week has been the most unproductive I've been in a long time, which is really saying something. <laughs> but this whole week, I just felt like I could not... Like, every day, I would, like, get up and, like, check Twitter and, like, mosey around. And I haven't cooked. I haven't cleaned. Like, I had um, three days in a row a, a a frozen burrito for breakfast. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at.
0: Are you in college? I feel like
1: maybe so. I, I got a crush, and I'm eating frozen burritos, you know? Like, I don't know. I just haven't been able to get anything done. And yeah, same. We, like, we'll be like, well, we've got to drive... Oh, Calvin has an orthodontist appointment. So that's going to eat up the whole day. You know, Dave had,
0: Dave had jury duty. Dave did. And uh, it took up our whole week. (laughs) We're really, we're really spent because of Dave's jury duty. And he had a dentist appointment the same day. I can't even tell you how many times I've been like, have you called the dentist? You know, like, this is what I'm doing with my time. Yeah, I'm really worried about whether he's following up with the dentist. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically me.
1: Um, and I said to somebody, uh, I made a joke to somebody about how I, um, like I a lot of times I am in my pajamas until like two and I really get dressed because the kids are going to come home at 2.30 <laughs> and I don't want them to know I've been in my pajamas all day. And that person was like, oh, I mean, haha, very funny, but like be careful because people will think you're not like very serious about you're know, like an unserious person because of that. And I was like,
0: do you know what I do for a living? Like, that is prime. I'm hoping people think I'm unserious. I, mean,
1: I just, in case it hasn't been clear, comedy. Uh, my main jobs right now are podcaster <laughs> and comic. So, yeah, that's an unserious
0: person for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. allowed to be in my jams till. <laughs> They're like functional jams, you know? It's I like was a gonna jumpsuit. Say, like
0: I had on a pair of leggings, which I also have leggings on now, Yeah. but I had on an earlier pair of leggings and which I had taken a walk in and then I changed for the podcast and but I didn't have I was still wearing those old leggings and he's like, "Well, you better Dave said, you better worry, uh, you better change because you don't want them to think that you're wearing your jammies." <laughs> and I was like, "So, you think these are my jammies first of all? Yeah. And I just wore these out in public these for like day leggings. Several Dave. hours. <laughs> and so you're telling me that people are thinking these are my jammies because I just I just met a friend for a walk downtown yeah. and wore these.
1: These are these are day leggings <laughs> and how dare you? How dare you?
0: <laughs> so then I just put on these other leggings. No difference. But yeah, yeah all my clothes are like I could go right now, although I'm so uncomfortable right now because I have this blazer on. I have a new bra on. Oh, yeah. Nice. Which is, oh, I just, it just feels different than, yeah. you know, the one that I've been wearing for two and a half years. So that I'm just like, oh, uh, uh. I have to like, I've got this giant shirt on and it's uncomfortable. Like, how is this shirt uncomfortable? <laughs> because it has buttons. <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god health <laughs> <laughs> health
1: <Help, help. laughs> buttons I had to we, we were talking about this earlier but this shirt I could not find anything I have these giant knockers now they are crazy <laughs> and uh I have nothing. I have no clothes that fit anything. And so I... Forget buttons. Yeah, I put this on and like the buttons were popping out. And so I tried to unbutton it, but they were sewn shut. So I had to unsew these buttons so they could fit into this shirt. I was like, wow, okay.
0: Yeah, you'll just eventually, with the boobs, get rid of any shirts with buttons because like this shirt is probably three times too big for me, but it's still as tight over my boobs. Yeah. So then I'm just like always pulling it and trying and it's gapping. And I'm just like, what size fucking shirt would I have to get Yeah, to wear this shirt and not have a gap?
1: Yeah. 30, a 32 G of shirts. Like, how does that work? Yeah.
0: They don't yeah. make shirts like that. It's like extra, 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 extra large, extra, extra, extra large. Like what's the largest? Yeah. Oh, I don't know nope, what to but do, it's gapping. do. And
1: I haven't had boobs since I breastfed Arthur. So like for 14 years or whatever. And I, it's like, I'm, I'm not prepared for them. I forgot. I'm like, they're everywhere. <laughs> like, I'm like, they're everywhere it's just it's a whole other thing having and bras. Big boobs. Oh, I have they're to go terrible sh- yeah, I have to go shopping. This bra is ancient and it does not fit at all. So that's on my list of like social interactions I'm not quite ready to no, have. Oh, do the Rihanna
0: Fenty bras? I know. Yeah, and those are so pretty. Savage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I um I should that's what I will get myself actually some pretty bras, so.
0: And if you join, they're like very inexpensive and they're pretty high quality. I've been okay. really happy with them. But still it's like you never have the right bra I never have the right bra no. I have like 40 bras and I wear one the
1: only time I put one on is for couples skate. honestly <laughs> like even if I'm just out and about I never wear one because I'm oh, just like I'm over it I can't it. not wear a bra it's so uncomfortable but for me. Well, because I have dense boobs, you know, the densest <laughs> boobs in the world. like and the loud, like little face. <laughs> round, Dense boobs, round face. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining us. We're going to get you into a hammock, get you laid down, <laughs> get you into your rocking chair. Get me out of these buttons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for watching. And um, uh, if, if you want to leave a review. Oh, I can't tell this because we're all we're all jumbled up on the.
0: On the, on the jumbled up on the
1: feeds right now don't do it yet but um but check my website if you are in colorado montana uh chicago or california i'm doing a bunch of dates and um yeah it was so it was such a delight to see you today yeah welcome to friday yeah welcome to friday TGIF. So yes so we're doing
0: the same thing we do every day friday half day
1: <laughs> go home have some fun
0: be truant bye Bye. bye. Love, love you bye, bye. Oh,
1: Be truant, yeah. (laughs) It's a truant day. You can feel it. (laughs)